Hello, my friend. You're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. This week, we're discussing the Ageless Wisdom teachings. Just what the heck are they? I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong student, and spiritual seeker. I like to seek out the most effective practices and techniques that provide the greatest bang for my buck and the fastest route to freedom from whatever is holding us back. I can't wait to share with you these powerful techniques so that you too can sort yourself out, know deeper meaning in your life, and best of all, a sense of inner peace. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today, where we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, the Ageless Wisdom Teachings. Now, these teachings transformed my life. Many years ago, I was in a bit of a state when I had just quit drinking. I was trying to sort myself out, and in dealing with the mess of my life and my mind, I was seeking answers to what life was all about, really looking for deeper meaning. And I was reading voraciously, having gone from recently being an atheist to a reluctant spiritual seeker, but I was just not really finding any answers that I felt were true and that I had confidence in. And then, whilst flicking through a book on art, of all things, at a friend's house, I came across a quotation that was to change my path forever and lead me to the answers I was seeking. Now, this was a quote by Helena Petrovna Blavatsky, and even her name gave me shivers and felt like some kind of mysterious recognition. And the quote was this, Matter is spirit at its lowest point of manifestation, and spirit is matter at its highest. Now, you might have heard me talk about this before. This quote just blew me away, but it sparked off a new understanding within me and left me absolutely fascinated and yearning to know more. And then happily, that quote led me to the Ageless Wisdom Teachings and the books of Alice Bailey, which I've been studying ever since. And these books answered my deep questions that I could not find answers to anywhere else. Because this is big stuff. It's vast. It's an entire cosmology that tells the story of our solar system, right down from that, the solar system, to subatomic particles. And not just our current solar system, we're in the second one, but also the first one, and the next one as well. So if you care to look into it, it really will give you the answers to life, the universe, and everything. (laughs) So you may have heard of the ageless wisdom, but it's also known as esoteric philosophy, or the ancient wisdom, or the perennial philosophy, whatever you want to call it, The Ageless Wisdom is a body of teaching that underlies all of the world's religions, but itself is not a religion. 
And it's called Ageless because it has been handed down, mostly in verbal form, across the ages at a level suitable to the current development of humanity. So the latest installments, which were intended to inform the unfolding intelligence and consciousness of humanity in recent times, were contributed by Helena Petrovna Blavatsky, and she was the founder of Theosophy and the author of The Secret Doctrine. And this work was to bridge Western and Eastern spiritual traditions, and this work came through in the late 1800s. Next was Alice A. Bailey, who wrote 24 books on esoteric philosophy between 1919 and 1949. Now, she founded the Arcane School. Now, both of these authors, Helena Blavatsky and Alice Bailey, worked in cooperation with Jual Kul, also known as the Tibetan or the Tibetan Master. And then the next installment was presented by Helena Rorick, and she presented further teachings in conjunction with Master Moria. So although the teachings are considered esoteric, now that they have passed beyond the oral tradition of dissemination into written form to accommodate the greater demand of the evolving human consciousness, they can be found by any seeker to higher knowledge. Seek and ye shall find. Neato. So these teachings encompass a cosmology of the origin, nature, and evolution of the universe and man's role and evolutionary path within it. It teaches the establishment of right relationships between all aspects of our planetary life and explains the spiritual laws and principles governing life in the macrocosm, the wider universe, and their correspondence and application to man's daily life in the microcosm. So have you heard the hermetic aphorism, as above, so below, so below, as above? Now this spiritual maxim explains the law of correspondences through which we can draw analogies and arrive at a comprehension of the nature of life through the spiritual truths governing man and cosmos alike and their reflection in relation to the individual and particular as well as to the universal. And what I love about the ageless wisdom is that it is not at all dogmatic or doctrinal in nature like most organized religions are. It remains undistorted and undiluted by contemporary trends or the culture of any particular period in human history. The ageless wisdom is scientific in nature, and as a student, you are asked to put the teachings to the test in daily life and to thus learn their value for yourself. As such, they become practical wisdom garnered from 
direct experience, so you attain proof of their validity all by yourself. So there's a statement from the Tibetan at the beginning of the Alice Bailey books that says, and I quote, The books that I have written are sent out with no claim for their acceptance. They may or may not be correct, true, and useful. It is for you to ascertain their truth by right practice and by the exercise of the intuition. If the teaching conveyed calls forth a response from the illumined mind of the worker in the world and brings a flashing forth of his intuition, then let that teaching be accepted, but not otherwise. If the statements meet with eventual corroboration or are deemed true under the test of the law of correspondences, then that is well and good. But should this not be so, let not the student accept what is said. Unquote. Now, is that refreshing or what? I love that about the ageless wisdom. You've got to figure it out for yourself. <laughs> so while the ageless wisdom can no doubt improve our functioning in our daily lives, its initial focus is on developing the higher aspects of our human nature through the alignment of our vehicles of expression and those are our physical, emotional, and mental bodies. So it's the alignment of our vehicles of expression with the soul, and thereby we gain access to the qualities of the soul that we have developed across countless incarnations. And we also gain access to the soul's intended purpose for this lifetime. Nothing is lost in the life of the soul, and through the process of reincarnation, we start each new life experience with all the hard-won gains from previous lives at our disposal. So whether we choose to use them is another matter. <laughs> and that's where the thorny topic of karma enters. But I'm not going to go there today. However, if you do want to know more about karma... I covered that a while ago in a three-part series, starting with, I think it was episode 13. So go check those episodes out. So the ageless wisdom is such a vast and all-encompassing body of teachings. But here are a few of the fundamental concepts. All is one. Each human life can be considered as a cell in the body of a greater life that ensouls the planet. And just as our bodies contain cells that make up the organs that comprise the physical body, so too do human lives comprise the planetary life, as do various planetary lives form a part of the greater entity giving life to the solar system. Now, these entities are known as the planetary logos and the solar logos, respectively. Now, as such, we are interconnected and have a responsibility to further the good of the whole. Next, everything is evolving. Minerals, plants, animals, humans, 
and as a whole, we contribute our part to the evolution of the planetary life and the solar life. And everything is therefore divine in nature, although manifesting that divinity at differing levels of consciousness. Next, all is spirit. All is energy. Even rocks. Yes, and in the ageless wisdom, terms like spirit, energy, and light are interchangeable. So that's kind of neat. Now, on that note, I'm going to wrap this up. If you want to learn more about the ageless wisdom, go and have a look at the Lucis Trust website. That's lucistrust.org, and that is spelled L-U-C-I-S, and then trust, T-R-U-S-T, but that's all one word, dot org. And there you can read all sorts of really interesting articles about the ageless wisdom. There's all sorts of videos from previous conferences, and you'll also find all of the books of Alice Bailey. And you can even read all of the books online there. They also have a really interesting uh, series of recordings, a podcast series, but it's from the days before the internet, before podcasts existed. (laughs) But it's called Inner Sight, and it's just very illuminating. So you might want to check that out. Now, just a word about the Ageless Wisdom. It is not for everybody. It's a very dense subject matter that is not at all easy to understand. So it can require a lot of personal work to get to the point where you comprehend it. I personally bought my first Alice Bailey book only to discover that I couldn't understand it. It was like reading a different language. So I put it in a cupboard and continued continued to meditate and read other books on spirituality Until one day, a year or so later, I got an urge to get that book out. And this time, I could understand it a bit. (laughs) So don't be discouraged if you don't get it at first. It's not called esoteric for nothing. (laughs) You may need, like me, to do some more inner work to get there. But once you begin to be able to get into it, it is the most satisfying and profound work you are ever likely to contact if you're really looking for answers to the big questions of life. And for the inner work, I mostly mean meditation, as that is your main avenue for raising your awareness to the point where you can comprehend these amazingly deep teachings. So I recommend that you download my free quick start guide to doable meditation, where I provide really simple, no-fuss instructions on how to meditate. And I teach a meditation that takes as little as five minutes per day, but that still gives you the benefits of meditation. And it also includes tips 
to make sure that you can fit it, fit meditation into your day and to move past any resistance you might feel about starting a daily meditation practice. Because weirdly, almost all of us are resistant to it and we spend years faffing around before we get down to meditating daily. But it's when you meditate every day that you really notice the benefits. And trust me, five minutes will get you started and you will feel the benefits. So do give it a go. I'll put a link to it in the show notes, or you can get it at the inspirationcloud.com slash SYO35. And those are the numbers 35. And if you're interested in learning more deeply about all of the fascinating topics and practices that we discuss here to take you further on your spiritual path and to amplify your well-being and your positive impact in the world, why don't you sign up to the waitlist for my upcoming Inner Circle membership? Go on over to theinspirationcloud.com slash membership to get on the waitlist and I will keep you notified. Okay, my friend, that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening and spending your time with me. I really do appreciate it. Take care, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you found it helpful and full of uplifting ideas that you can put into practice in your life. And if you have, chances are your friends and family will too. So please share it with them on social media. You'll be helping them to sort themselves out because I bet you think they need it, right? But seriously, you'll also be doing me a huge favor and I will be eternally grateful for your generosity. It would also be lovely if you would leave me a review on iTunes, preferably a nice one, please. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you you can email me at info at theinspirationcloud.com. Have a good one, folks. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.